What's the first thing you should do when somebody contacts you and asks you to do freelance work? And also, how do you know if this potential client is a good fit for your skills and for your business? That's what we're going to answer today in this episode of Freelance Jumpstart TV. So let's say somebody contacts you, whether they give you a phone call, send you an email, or perhaps they fill out an inquiry form on your website. So they make the step to contact you, to ask you certain questions, and start talking about a project that they're interested in. I have found that different freelancers and creatives tackle this different ways, but the thing that's common amongst all of them is you need to have a process in place to qualify a new lead. So at the least, here are a few tips in which you can use to qualify new leads. When someone contacts you, don't make any assumptions. Remember, this is all about making a good first impression. If this person goes on to become a client, you want to make sure your first interaction is a good one. So to that right, you want to make sure to be respectful. You want to make sure to be professional. And you also want to make sure that you care about what it is they're saying to them. Even if they're talking about things that don't necessarily correlate to what it is you specialize in, that's not the point. The whole goal is make the first interaction a good one and make sure you show that you care and remain professional. Following up on that point, you actually want to thank the person for contacting you. So whether that's an email or a phone call, just honestly say thank you for taking the time to speak with me and thank you for taking the time to contact me. There are many creators and freelancers out there. There are many people they could have contacted with the internet, the way it is and how everyone is connected. They could literally contact you, call you. They can call somebody overseas. They could email someone remotely. It doesn't matter. So out of everyone in the world, for whatever reason, they decided to come to you. So to that right, thank them and start off on a good foot by saying you appreciate the time they're taking in contacting you. Now here's an important point that you think would be obvious, but it's not always. But when you're speaking with someone, you definitely want to know what their name is. And you also want to know what business they represent. So to that right, whether they send you an email or whether they called you, you definitely want to find that out. And there's a reason behind that. And the main reason is you need to Google them. So after the first interaction, you're going to have to take the time to Google search the individual or Google search the business because you want to find out a little bit about what the business is doing, what the person is doing. Are they who they really say they are? And you know, are they telling the truth? Is there anything that you can see on their business website or anything that you see online that may be a clue uh, as to more things that you can help them with? So to that right, when you're having the interaction, make sure to get their name and the business name. Uh, if you have an online form on your website to handle inquiries, make sure you ask that question. You know, what is their name? What is their business name? And make it required because at the least, you're going to need to take that to do research before you contact them or if they're on the phone, you know, write down that information and still do research after that first call and that first interaction. I remember working with the client and things started going a bit funny. The project started stalling and, you know, their payment started stalling and it was just very interesting and I didn't know what was going on. So at that point, I decided to Google and research them and I found out that, you know, they actually were involved in some financial fraud. And I was building a website for them. So we were already in the midst of the project. So I didn't want to be associated with anything that could be financial fraud in the future, which is why I'm saying now you definitely want to research on Google, taking a little time to do so 
to find out about your potential client could save you in the long run. A big question you're gonna to have to answer in qualifying a lead is, can they afford you? You don't wanna spend time talking to someone who just outright can't afford what your skills and your services are. It's not that you're not worth that, but whatever budget they have or whatever finances they have available just doesn't meet where you're going. So to that right, I honestly don't like talking about pricing in the first interaction because I need more details about the project to really give a price on what the value is. However, since it's a common question and people are very curious, um, I will give a range of the type of work that I do. So based upon our interaction or based upon certain things that they say, you know, I may allude to the fact that, well, normally projects I work on between the range of 5,000, 10,000. So I may give that range just to let them know that if they're not somewhere within that range or they're not ready to spend that money, more than likely they may not be able to afford my services. Just because they can't afford me doesn't necessarily mean I shouldn't talk to them. So I have found in talking to people deeper that maybe we won't do a full on project together but I can definitely consult them and guide them on where they need to go and charge them accordingly for just the advice that I give them. So as I mentioned, this is all under having a good first impression with the individual. So even if they can't afford me, that doesn't mean toss them to the wind. There may be some more value you can provide, but it just depends upon how the conversation flows. The next point is what is their deadline? You know, perhaps that they're contacting you because there's a great sense of urgency and they need something done by the end of the week, or maybe, you know, they have a problem, but they have a little more time, you know, three months or so to get that thing done. So it really just depends upon what their deadline is. And also, you know, don't just hear their deadline and go off of that. Perhaps they have unrealistic deadlines set in their mind. They don't know how long the work is going to take, but when they contact you, you may be able to talk them through, okay, you said you needed this in two weeks, but for the type of work you're doing, the best thing is really going to be, you know, at minimum one to two months. So, you know, talk about deadlines, see if it can be somewhat flexible. If it cannot be, you're really going to have to examine your schedule and know, okay, this is a project I can't take on because the deadline's too soon. Or, you know, you can tell them I'm not available right now. However, a month and a half from now, I am available. Is that okay? So that's another thing. So if they can't really fit your timeline, then there's no need to really talk about it further, right? So just make sure you're aligned on what the deadline is. This brings us to the most important part in qualifying a lead. And that is the question of, will they submit to the processes you have in place? So let's say you have a process, you know, first is the initial talk. Then you have the discovery call, you know, then you may have a roadmap call and proposal to where you're informing someone, this is what I can do for you. And this is how much it costs. Then they agree on that. There's contract signed and then deposit and work begins. So maybe that's the process you have outlined in onboarding new clients. But if they're not willing to submit to that and they want to leapfrog something to where they say, why can't I just talk to you right now and you send me an invoice? You know, okay, it may be that simple, but if you have a process in place, they need to follow that. And if they're trying to skip around and jump around, it's normally not a good sign and may not be a good lead for you to pursue. One thing that I've used in the past is regardless of if someone contacts me, whether it's a phone call, whether it's email, or whether just someone told them about me and they just, you know, called me directly and said, hey, I got your number for so-and-so. Regardless of what it is, I always ask them, you need to fill out this questionnaire because to me, that let me know if they're serious. And I would ask them certain questions about their business. I'd ask them certain questions about the deadlines. I'd ask them certain questions about their thoughts, um, their budgets, 
occasionally their budgets, but I just asked them certain things. And on that questionnaire, to me, I use that as a way to say, if you're serious about working with me, you'll at least submit to the process of filling out the questionnaire. Now, if somebody calls me, I ask the very same questions. I get that questionnaire and I'm asking them those questions on the phone. And if they're willing to talk through those questions on the phone, I view that as a good thing. But if we're trying to talk about it on the phone and they're, they're wondering why you asked me so many questions and after I explain, they don't want to answer them, it may not be a good fit for me. That's how I just determine if this is a good fit or not. Those type of questions, you know, but the whole thing is about leaving a positive first impression, being professional, you know, making sure they have a good experience and then finding out those things. What is their deadline? You know, um, can they afford me? Um, are they willing to submit to my process? Because I don't want to spend time talking to someone or talking to a potential lead that really is not going to go the distance. So it's just a good way to filter and find out if this is a good fit for your business. Thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. I greatly appreciate it. If you have other ways of qualifying leads, I definitely would love to hear. Uh, leave a message in the comments and I'll definitely respond to those. Or if you're wondering of more ways you can qualify a lead, uh, definitely check out this link. I have episode notes for this particular episode. So you can go to freelancejumpstart.tv slash 24 and that will get you the episode notes for this particular episode. Well, until the next one, I will definitely catch you later. Uh, see you.